I'm Katie. This is Wynn. And I'm Alexa. And this is Go Ask Mom. <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Just not mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing motherhood, both in the present tense and also what life was before we had kids, because we all know that you you really there was lose. no motherhood before we had kids. So we're talking. <laughs> we're talking about life before children and after, or during, or whatever. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing about motherhood: is that it hits you, and everyone's like, "I wish someone would have told me this, or I wish that you would have." And here's the thing: you could hear all those things. It's not going to change how much your life actually goes totally in a different like realm dimension and it's not the same at all and there's really no book you can read there's no there's nothing that you can do to prepare for it you just have to kind of like get hit by this train and then hop on yeah it won't really change your route you're just like hang Mm -hmm. on because it's gonna be a bumpy ride Mm -hmm. no matter what i think it's not even good to take advice from other people I'm serious. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think it is. I like okay. the only added, the added that's advice just is for. so stressful. Like just literally, the baby comes out. I mean, maybe I'm overthinking this, but the baby comes out, and you will figure it out. You know, there's things you can ask, like, "Hey, the baby's sick. You know, like, should I go? Da 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 Like, whatever." But I don't know. There's a lot of things you just figure out yourself. Because people love to give advice, unsolicited advice. That's true. The only piece of advice I really wish I listened to is that in your first week after your milk comes in, you really got to go. Like, you got to go every three hours or the milk will go away. And I breastfeed or you breastfeed. And I was like, LOL. And I would just sleep through the night. Yada, yada, yada. Good morning. Oh, so we're just going to go into it. Breastfeeding, right? Yeah. We're just going to go to my most hated topic. <laughs> wait, you, wait, your most hated topic or the most the thing you hated most about motherhood? I hated breastfeeding the most about the mo, yeah, yeah, exactly what you just said. I I'm not going to say hate cuz it's a strong word, but I do not like breastfeeding. I didn't there's so many reasons I didn't like it. I didn't like it because Oh my gosh, I'm just going to say it. I, I mean, like, you do, first of all, you don't even know what they're getting. That stresses me out so much. You don't know how much they're getting. And then you take them to the doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, the child's malnourished. And you're like, oh, well, I'm a shitty mom. That's great. Okay. And then you cry. And then, or you could just give them a bottle and, you know, figure it all out. And then you get to see it and you're like, oh, okay. Then... You like, I don't know, I just remember like having, even the twins was like a whole nother story, but just trying to go to the mall and you're like pushing around and you feel like your boobs filling up and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got to get somewhere because I got to empty them because if I don't empty them, then it's going to go away. And then it's like, and then my kid's going to have no food. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I was a, I was a wreck. I was a wreck because I didn't know what they were getting. I was a wreck because it's going to dry up. And because I always thought it was going to dry up. I was pumping all the time. So I'd feed them, then I'd pump, then I'd feed them. Then my, like, I, I was overproducing so much. And so I'd feed them what I pumped, then I'd pump, 
So there's all that. I mean, like, I sound like a crazy person, but I was a wreck. I was a wreck because everyone said, you have to breastfeed or your child is going to have to go to the hospital for the rest of his life and not grow or something. I don't know. There's all these, like, crazy things. And so I just had all this fear. And I also had a lot of people that were like, you have to breastfeed, you know, people in my life. Anyway, uh, my mom did not breastfeed. My mom was much like me, and she's like, I'm not, that's not me. I'm not doing it. But anyway, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I just don't like breastfeeding because it's just way too stressful for me. And I get the whole aspect that it's way easier, like roll over and there you feed the baby. I get that. That's true. It's way easier. It's harder to get up in the middle of the night and have to go make a bottle and do that stuff. But I just think that... Wait, I'm sorry. Back up. Huh? How is that easier? Because when I breastfed, I had to like take my entire shirt off, my entire bra off, put the my breastfed friend pillow on, <laughs> and then sit at my station and like m- well, maneuver I think- my boob. It was so much easier to go to the Brezza and be I like, think- seven ounces. <laughs> I think that once people get the hang of it, like you're really good. Like it's just, it's easy. It's way I easy. I hope I get- you <laughs> make it look so easy. <laughs> yeah. I have serious jealousy that- whenever I watch you breastfeed. I'm like, I, oh. When I watch it, I'm like, oh, why can't they be me? But then I have all these other things like... I just think that for high-strung people, which I am, like, I f- I'm just not a mellow person at all. It's just not for me. And I think that if it's not for you, your baby's still going to live. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that it wasn't for me for a lot of reasons. I, and I also, I don't know what people talk about this, but for me, I've read that a lot of people with body issues, which I have... Um, I had an eating disorder most of my life. They have a problem with breastfeeding. I don't know why. I don't know the correlation. But for me, I would like really think about what was going on when I was breastfeeding. You were very there's literal. This, there's like, this baby. There's a baby on your And it's your sucking tit. on my boob. Yeah. Right. And it just felt very... Wrong. wrong. Uh, yeah. And like... But that again is like body issues and issues with sex. All that stuff. So anyway, that's just like... And I and honestly, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it and get it out because... Um, it sounds so cliche, but I feel like there's a lot of women out there that do it just because they think they have to because there's all this pressure. And so if I can help one of you guys, listen. Um, with Caitlin, I did it for three weeks. She's pretty freaking smart. With Charles, Amen. I did it for like a month because he ended up having to have soy. With Finn, he was addicted. <laughs> he loved breastfeeding. <laughs> and I did it almost a year. <laughs> And um, the twins, I did for four months, and I was pumping and breastfeeding, and my life was just like, ugh. But anyway, my point is, all my kids are pretty smart, and they're still living. You know, giving formula isn't like giving crack cocaine. You're not giving your kid cocaine. It's just formula that it's okay. So, but if you can breastfeed, that's awesome. I'm just, I don't know. I just think there's all this pressure and I'm just not into it. A Anyways. lot of pressure. I yeah. do like the fed is best movement that's like happening yeah. on social media. And yet you go to the comment section and it's still like an attack, like ding, 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 yeah. ding. And then I saw one video and she was, she said something and I thought it was interesting. She was like, breast milk is best. Like, Put your data to the test. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like, let's be honest, like breast, like breast milk is the better, 
like it's better the quality like I said, if you're yeah, comparing no like hondas to like you know yeah. bow's well, it's it is natural. better yeah it it's, is it's 100 it, yeah, better say but it's not like you can't do formula formula right. is a perfect great option Absolutely. i also did formula it's it was fantastic i never heard you'll dry up like oh my gosh it was all i thought about i'd be at the mall i would feed them i'd like feed the girls and i'm like okay i'm gonna drive to the mall by the time i got to the mall i could already feel my boobs filling up i'd have all this anxiety i'd like run into the mall or i'd stay in the car and i'm like i gotta feed him again because it's gonna dry up if i know it's only been 30 minutes but i can feel it coming in it's gonna go away and so it was like this constant battle in my head what do you think? Because you're a pro. Yeah, and yeah, when you, <laughs> no, I'm not. you're the the total opposite direction, where you're like the world's, or you just I would put it. you in the know. dictionary as like breastfeeding goddess. Like it's you beautiful. Stop it. You know what's annoying is that I wish mothers or other moms would just be confident with themselves to be like, you know what, this is what works for me, mm-hmm. and this is how it is. I don't think there needs to be a stance over here. Like, right mm-hmm. now, there's just so much extreme. Like, pro this, pro that. No, this side or the other side. Just do what works for you and be confident in it, and you're going to be fine. We're so worried about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And so that puts a ton of pressure on us as mothers. I mean, there's just so much pressure to it as well. Like, are we doing good? Am I screaming too much? Are we doing this? Just like, I don't know. It came naturally for me. Of course, I would like to breastfeed for as long as possible. And it's a different average um, for every kid, you know? Do you feel pressure right now to breastfeed longer since he's your last? Yes. You do? Yeah, because I feel like I'm... But like pressure from the outside world or No, for myself because I know this is like my last kid. And so I'm just hanging on to those moments because I know I will never experience this again. I'm being like totally open. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. You're like... And I'm not putting anybody down. I'm putting myself down because I think something's wrong with me. Because you say like that you're going to miss that breastfeeding moment, mm-hmm. like that the actual act or whatever, mm-hmm. the time to get like. I never felt that way. I was always like, I never felt like this mm-hmm. is. I was like, ew, gross, freaking, can't you just drink a bottle? Like, come on. You didn't or, feel the connection of mm-hmm. wanting no, to do that. No, like, mm-hmm. obviously, I have a connection to my kids. I love them. But I would have never, ever, with any of my kids, said I'm going to miss this moment because mm-hmm. it was hell for me. I just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe with Finn, towards the end, I was like, okay, because I was giving him formula and breast, like, if he go, somebody would watch him or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just never had that I'm bonding moment. And, and like when people say it, it's just like, I'm mind, I'm boggled because I don't have it, but I'm also jealous. Like what's wrong with me? You know? Nothing. So yeah. I had the same thing. I also didn't, I thought something was wrong with me too. Cause I was like reading all these books and it said about oxytocin is released when you breastfeed. So I was expecting it to be this really magical experience. And then I was worried like, um, is the wrong chemical coming down from my brain? Because it, it was opposite. By the third and the fourth, you kind of adjust like your, you know, thoughts on it a little bit. You're not as, uh, strongly only he can only have breast milk you know I think I think that if I can you know if I were to ever do this again if I could actually like sit home like all the kids are at school if I could sit home and not think like oh I need to be here I need to be here oh let's go do this if I could just 
And I said this last time when I had the twins. I'm like, I'm going to stay home and not do whatever. If I could just stay home and, like, that be what I practice to, like, really, like, make it our, the, our thing, like the baby, whatever, and then maybe I could do it if I didn't have any other distractions, but mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of factors, I think, that builds the pressure, though, because you're thinking of, oh, my gosh, I'm going to save so much money if he just takes to the breast because breast milk is expensive. You Hold know, on. and so for, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really expensive. Well, you know, I charge for mine, so no. Okay, that's formula. what I'm doing next time. Win, save some. <laughs> yes, formula is very expensive, and so as a new mom, you're also thinking babies are expensive, kids are expensive. This is a way to save money. I know that sounds crazy, but that's a great transition for things you missed before you had kids. Yes. Freaking boobs! I'm getting a boob job, guys. Same. Don't get them bigger though. I'm. Well, I don't know. I was like a concaved negative A before I had kids. Really? So, yes. Straight up nothing. Straight up nothing. They're like, right now I have like a P <laughs> my right My right boob, this is a lot, but my right boob is like a grape. It's just the nipple. <laughs> I don't know. I And then the left is Many people engorged. don't know this except you, you guys do that I got my boobs done when I was 19. Don't ask. But um, no, I would go back and take them out like big boot like i have it body issues you, and so for no but like now they're just big and like i'm big and everything's big and i just like looking like oh there they are they're like so big and i just I think, don't think they're big though Welcome they to are LA. i just want wait them what gone. size are you you know i'm they're big <laughs> they're big and so i think that you're gonna re no you're not gonna want it i want a full c no, but you don't. You don't. No, you do that's not. Get a full B. I would love really? a full B. That's I would what I had. I'll let you. I'll allow you to get a B, but you're not getting anything. Yeah, but Lance you is will. like, you should just go big. Well, Lance is gonna be like, do double D. <laughs> Hell yeah. Lance goes, you're you're gonna regret it if you get like something too small. That that. I mean, okay. Yeah. You I know? could say I, see that. I would tell you to to say you want a a C because okay. they do get a little. And, and then they'll go down to a B. You do not want anything bigger than that. I'm telling you. Okay. As I'm going to do a ton of research. They ruin everything. And also, you're really tiny. So when you're really tiny, uh, the bigger you go, the, they tend to look really like you have circles, like fake. So I don't know. But anyway. I've had friends, though, that are like tiny like you, and they get them and they do like it because they are tiny. I feel like I would do anything to have smaller boobs because they're it's – it's too much. And I also was like, <laughs> when I was breastfeeding, I felt like I was suffocating Ari. I was like, the, my whole boo was bigger than her head. <laughs> like, it was like those horror stories where they're like, and she murdered her child because her child was suffocating. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill my baby. No. So, but you'll like it. And going back to things you miss, things you miss before having kids. Clearly not drinking because we're doing that right now. <laughs> um, Driving over here today, I just was thinking, God, it's nice to listen to my music and not hear the wheels on the bus or Coco Melon one mm -hmm. more freaking time. And you don't think about that. Like Daniel and I were even driving to Vegas and we had like baby Einstein and Coco Melon on. Oh my gosh, like, you're like a good mom. Can I you was... imagine me <laughs> whipping out baby Einstein and Coco Melon in the car, right? I'm like... <laughs> Do you know what I say in the car? Do you car? know what, Do you know what I, I say in the car it's ride? Screaming. It's okay. hardcore, like like next level, like break window glass. Do you screaming. know what I say in the car ride? Abby knows it. Oh, by the way, Abby's here just listening. <laughs> we say it starts with an S, Abby. Silent, Silent running. 
This is a si- my mom, silent running. What does that mean? You don't listen to anything? Like, okay, if the kids are in the car, nobody can talk, <laughs> but there can be music on. But if you're going to talk, we're turning that music off. There's no music and talking. Not happening. But what kind of music do you play? But you can't oh, say that they to want. a nine-month-old baby. Right, right. We're doing so, a silent so, so, marathon, so, sweetie. We're going to make it to so, silent so, so, <laughs> You can't scream your head off right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Please be quiet. I'm silent marathon. Uh, I just drive around like silent them. running, <laughs> silent running. No, I don't know. Like, um, I guess I don't spend so long. Like when Neil and Emma were babies in the car, I just... But you know, know like when you're by yourself, which there's nothing better than like just yeah. fully by yourself and you're blasting your favorite song. It doesn't matter if it, your husband doesn't like it or your baby or whatever. It's just your music. Mm-hmm. And you're, and like, I always knew, and the, my whole life was like this from the moment I got my license, either I was in an okay mood and I wasn't singing, but the music was on, or I always knew, man, I'm happy right now because I'm singing. So like that, that was always my indicator. Like I'm in a good place mentally. I'm singing to the music, and, like, if I'm really happy, there's, like, some hand gestures joining Can I just ask, me. does anybody else do this when there's, like, a song out on the radio? I bet Abby does it because we're related, but um, when there's a song out on the radio, and you're driving, or even when you're just sitting wherever, and there's a song on, you, like, envision, like, a whole scene in your head to mm-hmm. the music. Mm-hmm. I also do dance routines. Me too. Me too. Like, dance routines. routines. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Like... Um, ele- levitate. Mm-hmm. I'm like a world class dancer in my head. Oh, 100%. <laughs> when I'm at the gym, I'm literally just choreographing and I'm thinking I'm like the world's best. Oh, sometimes I'll be driving and the song will come on and be like, I could totally work out and be a runner if I just play this song the whole time because in my head I'm like, woo, I'm really working out. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and by the end, you're like, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Great. Really good. And so good. Yeah, yeah. It makes me motivated to, to. I feel like we should listen to music more because, like, a good song can like we really do take all you the places. Time. I'm also obsessed with listening to Howard Stern, though. Oh, I love him. <laughs> I don't know. I just really like listening to him. I don't know why. I don't know why. I Some like people him. just have that. That. And sometimes when I'm the ca- when I'm in the car, I literally do not want to listen to music. I just want to listen to people talk. I don't mm. know. So, anyway, um, I love that. I'm, I'm, real, I'm. See, here's the thing. I'm a really bad mom because I let the kids listen to like music like of the time, you know. That's what I do too. But then I just do it really quick on my music on my on like Apple iPhone and it just pulls up whatever, you know. And right like Savage Love that when that was hot, yeah. Bo loved to dance to it, but it pulled up the explicit version. <laughs> so I go, "Okay kids, like this is a form of expression." But you cannot sing it or say it. And so I would just let it play. But then I've started to go to the kids' version. But it's hard because I, like, bounce back and forth from, you know, just trying to pull up their favorite song, which is Seven Rings at this moment. But anyways, um, it's just hard with, like, music. I try to be really in the time to be a cool hip mom, you know, and show them, like, the new rap songs and, like, the Bieber song, you know. But, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be a cool hip mom. What are some other things you miss beforehand? I miss just like going home like- and do nothing. Like, I want to just go home, pull up a TV show, um, eat whatever, not have to worry about dinner. See, I kind of have that now. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Is that what happens when they get older? 
Well, they're all in school. I've got lots of hours to go home. Like Uh, I literally go home and do nothing. Okay. And the pandemic has made it worse. And then I work all day and then I have like literally one second to myself. That's why I feel like I stay up later sometimes. It's like, I just want Uh, one minute to my freaking self. I used to do that. You like stay up super late because you're just like, oh. That's my stage. And Lance doesn't understand. I I go, I need my me time. Whatever it is. I need my me time. Like he's like, well, why can't we connect? And I was like, oh, oh gracious. <laughs> Danielle says it every day. I'm just day. so tired, but I want to be able to just watch my show. Danielle's always like, put your phone away. I would have loved to Bye, discover Lionel. TikTok when I was a single person. Because I could lay in bed and watch TikTok forever. I feel like we have to put a disclaimer in this this episode that we're all very thankful for our children. We love, we love, our love them all. But right now... You know, we're just kind of venting as yeah, a mom. When you're miss. in the thick of it, we're tired. We want to do whatever we want without having to answer to anybody. And mm-hmm. we don't have that for another, what, like I 10 do. years? From about... No, your eight. kids are... I, I have a good eight, uh, 8 to 3 o'clock where I can do whatever I oh, want. Oh, that is true. They're, everyone's in school all day. Is there anything that you miss now that you have that freedom? Yeah, because I want another baby. Mm-hmm. So... I want to do it all. I miss all of that. Like, I, I don't love the newborn stage. Like, I like to hold them. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to wake up with them. My like, stomach but I just, yeah. like, did a knot for you. But I I like the whole... Uh, I don't love the newborn stage, but I like getting up in the middle of the night and blah, blah, blah. But I'm older, so I don't think it'll be a big deal. Um, but I love 15 months to, like, two it is like, I mean, I'm probably stressed. It could be more or less. I don't know. But that like little fat roly poly stage when they're running all over. I love it. That's Ari right now. I love it. You're going to look back. You may not even think you love it now, but she, you're going to look back on it and you're going to be like, she's so fat and cute. 15 months is the great. They're, they're walking. You saw her they today. Bo- yes. She's, she's cute. doll. She's really cute right Vocal. Now. Two years. I swear, Bo, you guys, oh, he's my linebacker and I, I'm tired. <laughs> He's so cute. He, and boys are like different. Like I have to say, when like say the difference between boys and girls, holy shit's not like he is rocking my world right now. <laughs> he's yeah, cute, but, in but the he's long a run, lot. I know. I they're know. way easier. Wait until Ella has emotions. She has it now. She's no, no, a no, sass, no. sass. Wait until she's like fourteen. You're gonna be like, oh. Well, she's 18, yeah. And when she was 14, I was like, I don't get it. What are you, what's wrong with you? Because I wasn't like that. I mean, I just, I, I wasn't really like that. Or she's I 18. probably, I probably had the same emotions that she had, but like I kept them to myself where she's like, can we talk about this? And I'm like, okay. And then we talk about it. And I'm like, I don't get it. You know, I, we, it's hard. But yeah, they have a lot of emotions. Boys are so much easier. I'm scared to talk about like the um, SEX. Oh my gosh, it's so easy. You're like, no, because I grew up not, I'm, hello, I grew up in a very strict Asian household. You don't talk about it because if you don't talk about it, you never did it. But you just talk like about that. it. But if you don't do that, if you don't, if you act, if you think of it that way, they're going to do it. You talk about it like it's not a big thing that makes them not want to do it. I know not, that's simplifying and not everybody's that way, but I know my parents didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Not because they were scared, but they just didn't think about talking about it. Um, and I did it young, but... Um, I talk about it, I could, uh, to Finn, and he'd be like, all right. Like, I have no problem being like. What do you mean young? How old are you? 15. You guys, I'm still scared of my parents because 
Oh my god. They're gonna listen to this and wins like like wins not a virgin. All I can think about <laughs> legit in the back of my head is that my family is like listening right now and they're really like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you said all of this stuff. If like they're oh, the, not okay with what we've said so far, whoa. We that's instilled in me. <laughs> I just think that you just say like to Ella and crew, like this is something you are going to, you're going to date someone. You're going to have a boyfriend. You're going to have a girlfriend and you're going to love them so much and you are going to want to do it so badly because guess what? It feels wonderful, but you don't do it or or whatever your thoughts are. Maybe maybe you don't think that way. Maybe, you know, whatever people have different views, but I'm assuming you think they shouldn't do it. And you just say, you you just talk to them like not now, not now they're a little young, but um, you're going to say like, this is something you're going to want to do because it's great. It's wonderful, but don't do it. And I've had that same talk with Charles and Finn about drugs. I've been like, you're so going to want to do it. You're because your friends are going to be like, you're a loser. If you don't do it, you're going to be curious. Yeah. And you're going to, and you're going to, and you may even try it and be like, whoa, that was fun, but it's not worth it. I, I have this talk with them all the time and they're like, okay. Okay. So we're going to go on a touchy subject. I know we're totally veering off course from before and after, but okay. So, cause you have a girl, you have a little girl, Alexa, I have a girl and three boys and you, you have your boys, girls, but three okay. girls, two boys, but you're, you're the time comes right. And they're curious about it. And then you have the subject of, Oh, do you start? your daughter on birth control if they go well should i go on birth control to prevent it because i'm not saying that they're gonna go and do it but you're preventing it in a way so i've heard parents and i'm not saying i'm good i'm pro or con either way but there's some parents who who start their daughters early whatever the age you know i've never really thought about it but what um, would you do or say in that case my mom said, you are not to have sex, because I had a very serious boyfriend. You are not to have sex. She made me look up how to create a contract, and she made us sign a contract to God. Not to her, but to God. She pulled out the big strings. <laughs> the big guns. <laughs> that we like, wouldn't have sex, and guess what I did? You had sex. I had sex. I just think that also, if you just talk to your kids, like, not man to man, but like, like equal to equal kind of in a way and make it's kind of like it's kind of like my mom growing up let us have coke coca-cola when we wanted or junk food when we wanted or you know whatever didn't make it this like forbidden thing and i have noticed we're not really into like we're not really like oh my gosh, I have to have that. I have friends who like still to this day, parents didn't let them do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like gung ho. Mm-hmm. Like once I they get their have- hands on it, they're like yeah. crazy about yep. it. Yep. No, that makes it's sense. Just, it really know, does. Like, kind of pick your battles, I think. I don't know. But at the same time, sex, I think, um, I'm not saying I'm right. I know everybody needs to do what's right for them and whatever works might work for them, not for me, whatever. But for me, what worked is just being totally open and honest at the appropriate age mm-hmm. and just saying like, hey, and just being like down to earth, like you're, you're going to want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at the same time, you can bring drinking into this. You're going to want, your friends are going to, you're, you're probably going to do it. You're probably going to go to a party and you're going to drink. Just know you can call me and I'm not going to be mad at you. That's huge, huge. Because if they have a fear to call you, they're going to do something dumb. So. 100%. I this believe that 100%. The scary thing is that I grew up in a very unconventional 
household. Love my parents so much. They're immigrants here. They were just um, doing what they was. They what did they, the best yeah, they yeah. can. They were working all the time. That's and look what at they you. Did. You didn't turn out too bad. You turned so out really good. It just that's why I'm saying it. Like depends mm-hmm. on the kids and what works for them. Like for you turned sure. out great. I had great sisters right. who paved the path. Yeah, for me. they did so a good I got job. To experiment so it's, a like, lot. it's like what I'm saying isn't right for everybody. What you're no, saying totally. is right for everybody. And you know what? Like. I, I, I do think, though, there is a huge generation now that's kind of experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing, where there's a lot of immigrated first generation, second generation kids here who have been brought up the same way, very afraid to like speak their mind because there was always a path for us. And so now hearing your story and the way you did it and also the way you do it is kind of molded into my brain of going oh my gosh okay you don't have to do it a certain way it's like you have to kind right. of listen to what feels right for you and your family and know that it might not even be the right way you know but mm-hmm. just know that the 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 base behind it is good intention right we, make, we need to get sure back to we yeah. need to things uh, and then we gotta get to things after but things before uh, let me just try to we'll speed this up a little bit Things that you miss before you had kids. Um, definitely, we'll touch base on like going out, mm-hmm. going out and being like going to bars, going out with friends and being like crazy and fun. Like it wasn't even the going out; it's the morning after. Yeah, you can't be hungover. Yeah, because I guess you can still go out. You can't you just, do it. You just can't be not okay the next morning. More right. spontaneous. I love that it was more. Like, you can just go, hey, you want to go to dinner? Let's yeah. go. I don't have to worry about us getting a sitter. Or right. if we're staying out way too late, oh my gosh, do you think they're okay with staying with the kids a little bit later? Like, I right. always feel like I have to answer to somebody. You yeah. always have to answer to someone. Mm-hmm. You're never just alone by yourself with, like, doing whatever you want to do. It's, that's over. What's yes. the other side of it? We were going to say, on the other side of motherhood, there's things you miss, and then on the other side, what? There's things that we love now about, like, the like what's about being here. There's things that, like, we can't have when you're single. Hmm. Like, for me, for example, I, that's all I ever wanted. I just wanted to be married with a family. My whole life, it was, like, ingrained in me. It was, like, who I was. I was going to be a wife and a mom. Like, that was just a no, there was no other option. And as you get closer to, closer to 30, you guys both got married well before 30, didn't you? 24 28 you were close yeah and I you're just like the stress kind of builds and I feel like now it's a little bit better because people are starting to get married older but I you start to feel all that pressure and when I was single I couldn't really enjoy any of the things that we talk about missing because I was just so hyper focused on this part of my life mm-hmm. and so now that I'm here I do have to admit it is freaking nice like it is so nice to go to bed with your husband and like mm-hmm. wake up with your husband. Like you're never alone. It's so, like all the things you miss. It's like it's so it's the grass is always greener, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love that I never have to be like I love that he's always there. I, it makes me feel like secure and happy and I love I love that part. It's happening in stages for me. <laughs> I wish I could be more of like and maybe I allude it to be, but oh my gosh, this is what I pictured and this is what I love and this is like the end all beef. This is my fairy tale, you know. I still to this day, I'm 38 years old and I'm kind of freaking out. Not going to lie. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting older. I 
will probably admit I'm a little so I'm a selfish person. I like my me time. I like who I am. I'm not willing to give that up. And I feel like since I, I don't know why, maybe it's the wine shit, you guys, I'm like going to cry, but I feel like, um, having kids, like it's such a big pressure and you're, they're like, Oh my gosh, you're raising humans. And this is such a gift. Like your motherhood is like everything. And I'm also like not having those epiphanies until like later, if that makes sense. So like crew, he's eight now and he's a difficult, he's a very, very astute, uh, smart child. And sometimes I talk to him and I talk to him like an adult, you know, mm-hmm. I am very upfront and probably crude and just really brash. Sometimes it's just my personality and how I was raised, you know, it just kind of comes through me. And then I look back and I go, Oh my gosh, when was the last time? Like, what was your first memory? <laughs> my first memory was like, what, four years old, five years old. And I'm like, ah, he's going to remember all of this, you know, the good, the bad, um, He's wondering why am I on my phone so much, you know, and I'm still trying to build something for myself and like my family. And it's like, I'm slowly realizing the impact I have on my children, which honestly terrifies me. It makes me question how good of a job I'm doing. And I know everyone's going to say, oh, you're doing the best you can and you're surviving. But I'm like, okay, truth bomb though. Am I being the best mother I can be? And I'm scared that I'm answering my own question, which is I'm scared that I'm not. Yeah, but at the same time. She's only 15 months. At the same time, to give both of you, like, I'm this old lady over here. But it's like, times are different. You're, You're comparing it to your parents. And times are different now. They didn't have Instagram and all these things that are business and da-da-da-da-da. You're trying to provide something for your family. You're mm-hmm. working. And back then, I mean, like women, some didn't work and it wasn't a thing. Well, things are different now. Mm-hmm. And you can't compare it to what your parents did. Things are so different. And you just have to think, like, you're not on your phone because you're some lazy-ass mom or whatever. You're trying to provide for your family. So you can't compare it to that. Also, if it makes you feel better, I found a book I wrote when I was in, like, third grade. And I titled it, like, Princess Alexa. And it was, like, my mean old mom is just sitting in her bed with crossword puzzles. (laughs) And my fun, cool dad is here with candy. And, like, the book is, like... And even though my mom, my poor mom, who worked so hard and did everything for us, and my dad was a pilot, so he was gone. And so she did everything for us, and, like, she was fun and amazing. But, like, of course, in that moment, what I'm remembering is that she's in bed doing a crossword puzzle, and my dad's playing with me. And so that's that's also, like you just said, like, now I'm, like, hyper-focused on, like, making sure Ari's, like, I'm, like, engaged and I'm near her. But at the same time... At the same time, I did the same thing. I remember when my mom would show up to pick me up from school, and she'd be in her robe, and, I, and no one saw her, but I could see her in her car, and I'd be like, "Oh," and it's like, or you know, my parents got divorced, and my mom did this and that and that or whatever, and I'm just like, now that I'm who I am and what I've gone through, whether I'd gone through a divorce or not, I'm like, 
I look at what my mom, I'm like, gosh, she was just doing the best she could. Like, I was so mad at her, even up until mm-hmm. um, being just married. Um, and I didn't have kids. But, like, now, my uh, my mom's probably going to listen to this, but I know she, we have, I have siblings that are still mad at her for whatever these things are. And I'm just not, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll talk about things where I'm like, oh, I wish she did this or I wish she did that, but... She was just doing the best she could too. Like, like they're like just like you say. Oh, I feel guilty, but I was going through this. Like they were going through things too. Mm-hmm. She was going through. She had to be married to my dad, and they ended up getting divorced. So it probably wasn't that wonderful. She was probably miserable or whatever she was going through, trying to be, trying. Oh gosh, I don't want this end. I have all these kids. Like she was struggling too. So. She was depressed. She didn't want to freaking play with you outside. Well, we can empathize now at, yeah. our, at our age. Yeah, and, and your dad was gift. so wonderful because he could go outside and play and do all these things. But now looking back on it, I see my dad was putting a lot of pressure on my mom for certain things. Yeah. Where she just wanted to crawl up in she a had ball to, like, and clean the house and do this and do this. And like, yeah, he could. He was able, able to just come outside and play. Able. Like, because she was maintaining everything else. And, like, when you become a mom and you see that, you're just like, <gasps> like, it sucks that you can't fully understand what your mom went through Dad's until you become a mom. Go to work, come back, and they have, they've had, people, oh my gosh, one thing that people used to always say to me um, before I just, I stayed home and did all this was, like, because I worked full time, a busy, stressful job. And people were like, even when I had the twins, they're like, how do you work? full-time and have kids i'm like it's easy i go to work i don't take care of them Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like i'm not saying all dads are like this but they they go to work they don't they get to go to work and and your work is stressful yes but they can come home and be like disney dad yeah we were just talking about this earlier working is like let's be honest one thousand times easier than parenting parenting is so taxing draining it's also it's very like i'm really bored right now i'm sitting here looking at this two-year-old like it's it's boring and there's no human interaction right you're not having adult conversations frustrated and there's just so many emotions i'm in the thick of it (laughs) i keep saying that but like literally i am all i interact with is my kids, which I'm so grateful for. But then Lance gets to go and be on shift with an, like another crew of people, people who are their friends. age and they can have like a normal conversation. They can shoot the shit and talk about he whatever. He gets to leave and he go gets to leave and just to like deal with the home. Not that he's a bad guy, but he's a pride where his family. No, when he but comes just home, like, he is like super dad. He right. is involved. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's with them. But he can still have a conversation outside of the house with somebody other than just bless my parents but my parents and then my kids and so thank goodness I have this line of work where I can fall back on because I feel like okay I have my sense of self I can have creativeness and feel like I'm doing something for me on top of raising my family which is great but my gosh, like I can understand how people can lose their identity. And mm-hmm. then I can understand midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand. Oh, yeah. I started to really realize midlife crisis. I'm like, and because we would joke about it before, I would joke about, oh, <laughs> I'm going to have my midlife crisis. Or, but when you really hit an age and you're in the, the, the wave of parenting at a certain age, right? Like it's kind of like, 
what, five-year-olds, toddlers, all the way to like the 18-year-old, you're in like this bubble. Then you're starting to like breathe and have the cusp of like, you know, well, coming to the surface and you're like, oh my gosh, like who am I? Right. Who have like, I Well, because it's kind into? of like, also, I've heard you talk about your different stages of life and like they're going away or whatever. Yes. And you got married, that's done. You had babies, that's done. And it's like, now what, what? Do I do now? Now all your kids are in school and you're just like, and yeah, it's just like. What's my purpose? What, besides yeah, what's my purpose? Just raising my kids. And I, I just like having my kids around. Like, and as they get older, I love the banter between me and Charles and Finn and Caitlin. Um, I just, it's kind of like we make fun of each other. Like I'll, I'll even make fun of Charles and he'll laugh and make fun of Finn and Finn will make fun of me. And it's all just fun. Like they're like my friends. And I know I'm not saying they're my friends cause I know that's not good either, but like we just have like fun together. Um, do you have a favorite and, kid? No, I honestly don't. I love them all because they're all just cool in different ways. Like, um, Caitlin's really smart. She's really smart. And she like, I could, I could probably go to her for advice and be like, this is what's happening in my life. And she'd be like, oh, well the person just did that because blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, gosh, I never thought of that. And she's right. Um, Charles is just like really funny. He sends me TikToks all the time. He's really just, he's a, he is me. If any kid is me, he's me. Um, and then Finn is just very sensitive and sweet. Like we are actually talking about swearing today. And Charles, Finn's like, Charles will say like, sure. And fuh, like, and he won't say the actual <laughs> words. And I was like, Finn, do you swear? He's like, No, I would never. He's just so wholesome and sweet. He has a girlfriend. He's just like, he's like, he plays with the kids. He's just really, um, but at the same time, he's like, not a kiss ass. If you know, he's mm-hmm. just like, he's just really just who he is, uh, which is sweet and genuine. Um, and then, I don't know. The girls are just little kids so it's kind of like i don't really know who they are me emma's very dry and i love it mm-hmm. um she's likes to be by herself which was how i was when i was little i played in my closet alone <laughs> um my literally i did i got held back in kindergarten because they're like she just wants to play by, play by herself <laughs> and i did i played by myself i i my dad even when i was in height like middle school and high school i had days where i'd sit in my closet and organize it color coordinate and do all these things i i was yeah um but i just like being with my kids i like having them around but at the same time i'm as i get older i have more trouble with confusion and messes and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of a battle and um like wait you talked about every single kid uh-huh. except for mila no no, no. Oh, oh, oh mila and Emma. mila is just like um when it comes to mila i think that she is very loving and sweet but she's also i think if anybody and i could be wrong was affected by like divorce and um uh blended families it would be her because I think she had all this attention because of the videos and stuff like that. And so she um, has lost that in the divorce and blended family and stuff. And so she's more like kind of babyish and like whiny. Um, that's all I can say. But she's still super sweet. And 
she's a lot like Caitlin and creative and like thinks outside of the box, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, I love having my kids around, but I will say that I, like my mother, my grandmother, my aunts, all these freaking people in my family, um, I have a hard time with confusion, which sounds crazy because we have so many kids, but, um, what is confusion? Like, like I said, when you like we're in a car and there's music on, you can't talk over the music too. That's too much confusion. Like I Wait, can't. Do you have, mean by confusion? Are you meaning like anxiety? I mean confusion, just like a lot of like if like all too the, much like, noise. Like if like all the kids were in on. here right now and we're trying to do this, I would be like, I mean, like most people would. So it's a bad example, but I would be like, oh my gosh, like. I just, a lot of, a lot going on or, um, That's even, even, to, even to the point where if I'm in down in the family and there's a lot going on, they're creating messages. I'll even look to the kitchen counters and see that there's things on the counters that are bothering me. And there's kids doing this over here and there's things on the counters and there's, and there's even like one thing on the kitchen table. It all goes crazy. My mind just like flips out. It's like organized I chaos. I think you're OCD. Yeah, I mean, when I really talk about it, if I really got in depth with you, I'm not telling you everything. You'd be like, oh my gosh, go to the hospital and get some medication right now. Because I mean, I've always known that you were clean. Like, for example, LOL Dolls sent us like a million. And Katie is always like, I always feel guilty. I'm like trying to help her clean because like she's so clean. And like, it's not just clean. She cleans up as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I clean up. Yeah, because I'm not like a clean, like when we talk about being clean, it's not like I'm sitting there scrubbing the floors, dusting and all that. It's not that it's things that are out of place, visible chaos to the eye drives me insane and I can't handle it. And what happens, and I was talking about this with Nick because it's hard even have adding two more kids to it. Um, and it's been a real struggle and it's on me though. But like, um, uh, like when I'm sitting there thinking, because they'll go from room to room, destroying. And so I've tried to, be, when you have a big family, you've got to start putting rules in place because you just do. Or it gets so, too like, much to Yeah, and so I'm like, on. okay, the rule is when you're in one room and you play, you got to clean it up before you go to the next room. Because if that doesn't happen, so I'm, li- but I'm literally like watching their every move, like, you just left that room. Is it clean? And then I'll go look because what I, then it starts to happen is like, I know that's messy. And then they've gone on to the next ring and I've got to clean it. And then I start thinking about closets that, that I need to clean myself, cupboards that are messy, um, the laundry room bins that are messy. And then I literally have so much anxiety. It's inside. overwhelming because it's so much to do. I, I feel you. I feel feel like I'm in this space with you right now Mm -hmm. and I'm really trying to instill with the kids okay whatever you're done playing with put it away before you do the next thing example they play with blocks leave it out then they'll run off to ever setting out I'm like just go put away the blocks then go to the next thing because when you have multiple kids right and then you know it's just a lot you're trying to stay on top and keep afloat of your household. So I don't think it's just you because I feel the same way. I lose my shit. I think I for me it's hard because ed- two of these kids aren't, I don't like, I, You're balancing I can self tell my kids literally, I'll be like, Mila, clean that up right now. Like I'll be as harsh. I don't care. She right. knows who I am. And then I have two other kids that 
it's got to be equal. I can't just be telling my kids, you know. So I try to keep it all equal, and so I get I'll have a lot of anxiety inside because I, like, oh, I can't say that, but like, you, it's just it's hard. I I have a lot of anxiety. I do have OCD. I don't take any medication. Um, I pro it's I I could explain it more, and you'd probably be like, oh my gosh, go get some medication, and I probably need it, but. Have you wanted know. to take it? Here's a here's a, another yes, thing. Yes, if I there was a medication that would take this away, where I did not care about like who left this cup on the table, who did it. I want to know now because I take those things personally. It, like it's so deep. I mean, I'm having like the opposite it, problem it, where like my husband's cleaning up after me. He's like, Alexa, I can tell every move you've made in the house. I can like literally follow your. I can like be like an investigator and trace your steps, like a of, dot to dot. Because like of little, all the little things that you leave around the house. The poor man is like, he's OCD and he's cleaning up after me, and I'm just like, oh, nice house. And then now we have a nanny who cleans, and it's like, oh, it's always clean, yay. But like, I like it clean, but I'm okay if it's not. And so I kind of wish I had that a little bit because my mom was like that, so our house is always clean, which maybe made me not be so clean because. Just like my husband is now, my mom was following me around and cleaning up after me. So now I just was like, oh, I've it's always, always gonna be clean. followed the girls around and cleaned up while they were playing, and that's just been something I've always done. And um, you're but, gonna be but liberated the, but, when they're eighteen. <laughs> but at the same time, we've added more kids, and my kids are okay with what I do. So you bring two new kids. They're not used to it. They and, and it's just this whole like that has to be so hard. Like I'm having anxiety like, for you. Yeah, and so it's just um, it's hard. But that anyway, is so hard. Yeah. So I have a lot of is even I like, like and, and I'm like oh right we're now. trying to, we're trying to have another kid by the way add more to it. <laughs> so it's just I don't know. It's I crazy. mean your house is always beautiful. It works. But I clean for my for my my sanity. And again, I don't deep clean. You'll come and wipe something and be like, whoa, dust. But I just, like, it just... Everything in is, it has a place. Or a hidden place. <laughs> it's just... Your visual chaos. I think that was the best way you described it. Yeah, it's just, in my brain, visual can't chaos. handle it. Yeah, you have to, like, see clean. Mm-hmm. I can't, operate. I can't eat dinner unless the kitchen's clean. I can go to someone else's house and doesn't bother me a bit but if i'm gonna make I, I can't be at my house destroy the kitchen and just go sit down and eat not gonna happen i have to clean the kitchen before i eat or i won't what? enjoy my meal yeah you must have thought my house was <laughs> right when your favorite thing of parenting oh gosh i mean kind of like what katie said i love seeing them grow into these unique personalities. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now that I think about it, because <laughs> before you're like, oh my gosh, I'm bringing life to these kids. But like when they really develop their personalities, I'm like, Lance and I made them. Yeah, and that's like they just freaking. say things and you're like, cool. Yeah, they say funny things. And, and I'm not start- a parent to gloat. I really, I'm really hard on like crew, Ella, Bo, Hayes. <laughs> but it's just really cool to see them come into their own personalities and like interact with you and um, the different stages. There's some that are harder than others, but then also, I don't know. It's just really fun. It's, it's going to be fun when I'm at my parents age 
and then see them have their families because right. I'm having that with you know my, yeah. my parents yeah. right now. I'm closer to my parents than I've ever been. Absolutely, yeah. and I. It, I can wait because I don't want to get older, but I also <laughs> I can't wait for that stage to see them have yeah. their own and, and witness that, you know? I can't wait for Ari to get older and I can talk to her and have those conversations. I feel like for right, for right now, my favorite thing about being a parent is the little teeny moments, like when I get her out of the crib in the morning and like we have a routine and we go into my bed and we watch Coco Melon, and like she like drinks her bottle. I know, I know, she shouldn't. She's fifteen months, but I give it to her anyway. No. And she like sucks on it and like plays with my hair, and she's like in my chest, and like throughout the whole rest of the day, you see her, you saw her today. She's like wild and wants to play by herself and like all this stuff. But in that one moment, it's just and Daniel's already working, so it's just me and her, and she's like just playing with my hair, and I'm just like loving on her, and it's like just our. That's like our one time together. Mm-hmm. It's just like right when she wakes up and she's still kind of tired. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's going to be so soon. Even when they're like three, you're like, wow, there's that personality. For real. Literally. It's like flip a switch and you're like, boom, it's here and it's not going away. Really? Yes. Both. Just little I'm stupid things they say. You're like, wait, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> and, the, and like, I mean, even with Mila and Emma, they'll be like, they say things. I'm like, where did you get that? And they're like, TikTok. Like, it's just like stupid stuff. Where you're like, yes. wait, how do you even know? Or we'll be driving to school and they'll be like, you know, we listen to like normal music or whatever. And me, I can hear Mila and M in the, in the back like, did it, did And they know all the words. Like, and it's just like, even that amazes Doesn't me. Doesn't it make you so proud? Yes. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's my kid. I'm like, yes. a hype man. And I, I was like, I, 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 I positioned the room. Sing it again. Sing it, sing it louder in the back. <laughs> You know? I position the rear mirror, and I'll be like, and they'll be singing like Drake, and I'm just like, how do you know all this stuff? <laughs> I'm like, I'm I can't like, even remember three words in a row, and yeah. yet you're remembering lyrics. I'm like, okay, I made you, and I did something right. And so that kind of brings it full circle, where you're Today, like, Today, Mila okay. was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, or how does it start, though? The first is like, um... Get, get my pretty name out of your mouth. Is that what, what she was the, saying? Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? And yeah. she was like, kept doing it. And like, even there's TikTok. a part where she doesn't say it again, but it's where she would say it. And Mia's like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, <laughs> and I love it. I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> on that note, we're going to end it on a high. And do a livey? Yeah, we're going to do a livey. I love this. Are she you just doing your life or should I do my life? <laughs> And next time is marriage and all things hubby. Yeah. (laughs) And all things love. (laughs) Till next time, ladies. Cheers. 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 Clink, clink, clink.